Uncensored Radio Real Talk Roundtable. Real life, real laughs, real talk. Oh my goodness, we are here. I don't know how good an idea this is that the roundtable is back for 2023. Oh my and we thought, why not? Let's go live for the first one. <laughs> questionable, questionable idea at best. But we have some lovely folk around the round table today. We have, of course, the queen of all things, Uncensored Radio, Jeffrey Emmett. How are you? <laughs> Living oh, your best life I, down there. I really am. I really am. Between Vera loving to get plugged in the ass and this one next to me, it's just the greatest day of all time. Oh, my oh goodness. My yeah. Anything to put a smile on your face, Jeff, really, isn't it? I love you all. We all do. We live it. for you, for you. It's really, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. No. We're going to get to Christina last. Hurt, because can't hurt me I anymore, think... baby. I'm in therapy. Raise that bitch. <laughs> How are you, Katie McCarthy? Welcome back to the round table. <laughs> She's Jeffrey's regretting her decision already. Anymore. I'm medicated and in therapy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's Aww. the way to do it. Yeah, he's so upset by that. <laughs> Cheers for you, for Katie. Cheers for you. <laughs> yes. I mean, Jeffrey was the root of all the problems, but that's he's just going to have to work harder now. That's all. I'm up for the challenge. That's always the way. Always the way. Move the bar. Keep moving the bar. Jeffrey and I do have a hot date coming up. We do. We do. We already planned it. That's right. That's right. We do. (laughs) So it could all end in tears. It could all end in tears soon enough. (laughs) It's good to know. Depending on how Vera- the movie is, it might end in tears. Oh, dear. Vera, how are you, my love? Are you ready for today? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what right. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we go over this history, right? This has been a crazy fucking day. Yeah, let's not bury the lead. Let's talk to Christina. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Just, Just so everyone can see. <laughs> Our very own pirate. Okay. Arr. How are you? How are you? Can anybody tell I'm your husband good. not to come in your eye? You know what? That's never affected me. I have to say. That's never caused this before. Okay. <laughs> she does not have an allergy. I've never had a problem with Jews. It's just, I don't know what happened. No. I have a sty on my eye. I'm swollen. It looks like my husband beat me with his dick. Like, even worse. It's just, <laughs> it's awful. But, just and then, uh, and then too hard. I have, I have my bandage on my pinky because. What did you do to your finger? Oh my God. I was. Were you I was sticking it dinner. in his ass? No. <laughs> Wrong no. I wish it was something interesting. I was making dinner and, you know, I had to like, Thin out the chicken cutlets, so I was washing off the cutting board. The knife was under the cutting board, and I, oh, as I was wiping the cutting board, oh, I sliced wow. a delicious chunk off of my pinky while I was doing the dishes. That so. is not a cutlet, uh, and I don't have um band aids, so this is like gauze just wrapped around <laughs> like as <laughs> much as I absolutely can, anyway. Please yeah. send me your and please take... send me your address. I am going to gift you a first aid kit. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and I wish I had a like an eye patch, but I'm gonna gift you one <laughs> yeah. of those too. So. 
Oh. My day has just been lovely. Yeah. Hopefully, it's <laughs> tomorrow. And a pirate hat. I'm still smiling. We're okay. We're fine. Yeah. We're, we're good. What's your, what's, your, what's your legs on those stairs? We don't need you. There's a yeah. oh my God. Getting a peg leg. Camera, and it like snowed this morning, too. So, like, I had to be extra careful. That's well, Maybe she wants Especially to get a peg leg. <laughs> no. I wouldn't mind a hospital stay for like two weeks. The nurse would be yeah. waking you up every four hours for your vital signs. You'd never feel You're rested. Right. But somebody takes care of me. <laughs> Three meals prepared. Oh, but those meals aren't very good. That wouldn't taste good. Oh, they were when I was in the hospital for um, maternity. Oh my God. Well, okay. I need to know where that was because that. no, no. Yeah, okay, offense to Auburn community, but you, <laughs> sorry, but those uh, those special meals for the maternity floor were not very special, okay? They took very good care of me, but yeah. those special meals were not very special, okay? No, it's St. <laughs> uh, Catherine's church. In oh, St. Catherine's. Thank you didn't you. go to St. Joe's? What's going on with you? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, <I'll teach> you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh look, she's trying to. You can't scratch Don't it. You can't touch, touch it. No, it's no. I have like a piece of tape, like with the sock, like oh, holding the rubbing sock against on, you. and that this, was rubbing against my nose. So, there you go. This we're good though. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about your ingenuity. Please, please tell the people at home where you how you developed your eye patch. What is that? Uh, so I found a sock like twenty minutes ago under the under the sofa. It's my son's. I cut off the top of it and I just slid it on my glasses and I just kind of like rolled up oh. the back and put a piece of tape on. And then this, no. again, is fashioned together with, with just like tape, just like gift wrap tape, you know, with all the gauze. Christina, here it I is. I forgot to put neoporin on. Listen to this. This is, this is going to be a bit, oh, yeah, sorry, continue. I shoved the neosporin tube in the hole and squeezed to get it down here so that I wouldn't have to take this off to put Neosporin on to put it back on. This so is I just it. like... This is, Vera, Vera is, this is, this Vera, is your TikTok Vera, breakthrough as, moment. As, as, hold on, hold on. As, yeah, our, Vera, as, our, as our resident uh, medical professional, is this approved? <laughs> as long as she got Neosporin in it and she yeah. kept it warm and, and you know, Dry. moist, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's moist. But Steve, moist, go ahead. Actually, the warmth and the moist is what promotes healing and, and wounds. This is oh, okay. this is your tick. This is your, your I think gateway to TikTok superstardom. Really? <laughs> Ghetto the, medical uh, care with Christina. You're right. <laughs> Jeffrey's about to make you a star. You get I'm a contusion. Right. You get a contusion on your head. Don't worry about it. Get a chicken cutlet out, rest it on your head for <laughs> five <laughs> minutes. It'll bring it down. Bread it and cook it for dinner. I just do a series of videos and they should all be lies about how it happened. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to <laughs> So I was fingering my husband in the ass after oh he fucked God. me in the butt and then he hit me with a shit dick and I got pink eye. You know what I mean? Like, just do crazy <laughs> stuff and just keep oh making random God. videos with telling different oh, stories. I don't think we've ever, ever uttered the word. <laughs> Hit me, hit me with his shit it, it dick on our show. 
Oh, um, we are less than eight minutes into this live. Yeah. Well, that's got to be a record. By the way, uh, if anybody's in Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, May 13th, stay tuned. I'll be there doing stand-up at the Scranton Comedy Club. Jeffrey, mm -hmm. hold Yay. on. Hold up. That buries the lead. What's May going 13th. on there? May, May 13th. Uh, whatever Mother's Day weekend is, you know that's my favorite holiday. Oh yeah, my god, I, I was know. gonna say I would go Being if it was a mother, fucking like Mother's are. Day. Is it like the day but, before or yeah, it's the day before. What has Saturday what has Friday. inspired this return? Saturday. What has inspired uh, this return? Somebody called, they met my quote. Very nice. Nice. May 13th is a set year. Uh as someone who has uh seen Jeffrey's stand up, I, I give him four, four stars. Five because he called me a stupid bitch on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much wine he's had. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't do wine during shows anymore. No. How, much, how many points does he get for calling you a stupid bitch in real life, though? <laughs> Uh, he put me, in, put me in therapy and on medication, so there you go. Oh, well. uh, I, think, I think you give Jeffrey far too much power. <laughs> well, yeah. Are you kidding? Bad. She wasn't upset when she sent me the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bitch. I believe the lines were, drink another one, you stupid bitch. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. That sounds, yeah. sounds. Oh, I thought um, you were talking to Luke when you said that. <laughs> oh, Vera. Damn. Damn. Claws are out today, ladies and gentlemen. Damn. If you're wondering Damn. who Luke Damn. is, you'll have to turn into a Thursday show because he's not here. He's the other Australian dingo. Yeah. He's just saying. Yeah. This is just a collection of people that happen to be free today <laughs> because you know we like to keep ourselves on out we're always free it's in the constitution stephanie the constitution. we have a constitution, Andrew, constitution Andrew, being but only, only two-thirds of the country knows what it says <laughs> the oh, other well. power. can they read it uh, is the question only, only a third of the country can read it that's all right <laughs> it looks rustic and lived in let's call it that Oh, there's papers everywhere. You know <laughs> I got on All the shits on the side with your bad eye, you're fine. <laughs> I just love that there's. I love that there's still a Christmas bag on your table as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's you know what it is. It's toys I don't want her to fucking play with yet. Like, let's reserve that for like April. <laughs> Word. Strong. With the tree, that Christmas tree's it. not coming down, is it? Oh, no, not just yet. I really love it. It's very pretty. Making a Valentine's Day tree, making day a tree. President's Day tree, you write for Arbor Day, you're good. Yeah, yeah, and like, then some projects. Word. Rabbit tree. Why not? Yeah, why not? I festive. tried that one year, uh, and the tree looked real great until about St. Patrick's Day. And then, you know, it was live when I put oh. it up. Oh, and then, I never have live trees because they I, too long. Well, as I dragged it out, uh, by the time I got it out the front door, there wasn't a needle left on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten years later, there was still needles uh, like underneath the radiator in that house. Oh, my I, God. I, I, yeah, you know, you just find one randomly. Oops. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, generally on these random shows, we we just sit here and shoot the shit and discuss what's been a, what's been on everyone's brain slash mind slash life. 
And um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start because we've had this conversation offline a few times, and I said this would make a great conversation for the show. This would oh, make no. a great conversation for the show. This would make a great conversation for the show. And you know what? They Where? finally oh, took. They finally took my 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 cue. Now, Jeffrey, we've been talking about your kids' medication mm. and their access to it. Yeah. Oh, no. So, can yeah. you just explain to the folks at home exactly what the situation is with you at the moment and what's going on? So, what happened was these children <laughs> are on two different ADHD medications. And neither one of them have been available for the last two months. And they've been going in and out of stock. Now, I was like, what do you mean there's a national shortage? <laughs> um, and then I, I finally went and Googled it. And the last article that came out was in December. And said, oh, there are, there's this 30 to 60 day supply shortage. Well, it's not just ADHD medication. Because they can't, they can't. And it's not just one pill. It's all of them. And it's also um, antibiotics. So, and the more and blood more pressure like, meds, the people more yeah, more and more people I talk to, they're like, I can't get this med, I can't get that med, I can't get this med, I can't. And I'm like, why? Why is this not front page fucking news that we cannot get medication? We don't let adults come off these medications on a daily. But like adult meds are are. Out of stock too. It's not just ADHD meds, right? Oh no, I'm it's not adult antipsychotics. It's adult uh, blood pressure meds. It's antibiotics. It's a. The problem is the the decentralization of manufacturing. You know, as these large big pharma companies buy up smaller mom and pop companies, you they start to condense their their productivity, and you end up with five people or five different plants in the entire world making all of the world's medications take one of those plants offline like in the middle of a pandemic in china and you've got 20 percent shortage Tenor. of the entire world market you know um one of our production plants one of the biggest production plants in this country was in puerto rico and it went down after hurricane maria and Trump refused to, to provide funds to rebuild it. That was the biggest production for months. You couldn't get normal saline in this country because it was all packaged and uh, made in Port, Puerto Rico. And Trump wasn't going to send them any money because they don't vote. And they're all brown people anyway. So, I mean, it's any disruption to this five manufacturing, any one company goes down. You've got a huge disruption. Now, I was told today by an insurance company, because I've been dealing with this forever, <laughs> forever, <laughs> just being able to get normal saline to mix injections after Hurricane Maria, just being able to get, you know, anything, any of these routine med supplies that nurses use every single day was awful. Now we're at a place... And they knew that the methylphenidate shortage was coming. They knew that this ADH med shortage was coming. They've been telling us about it since September, you know, and then it hit the country, it hit the country, and all of a sudden it hit New York, you know. But the good news is I had an insurance company refuse to pay for an alternative ADHD med today, 
And the woman on the other end said, oh, that's over now. So it should be back in stock. Wow. But it's part of that globalization of our, our manufacturing. But that's not the answer, is it? Like, as Jeff said, you can't no. expect these kids the that are highly is... medi that are medicated and used to it to just simply go cold turkey and and lead any kind you of normal, I, like, I regulated life that they're used to yes. when their brains but go, you know nope. Your insurance company would do it to you in a heartbeat over 40 cents. And in you know, a heartbeat. I've watched them do it. I've seen in my years of nursing, I've seen insurance companies destabilize a stable patient in the name of four cents a tablet. I had a patient who was stable for years on a very specific medication. He got new insurance. That very specific medication was not on their formulary. And they forced us to take this patient off of that med and put them on a different med that was four cents less per tablet. Four cents less per tablet. In the name of four fucking cents, they made this patient completely decompensate to the point where this patient was put in a hospital. Oh, Jesus. It's ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. My youngest yeah. is on a Dupixent. He, uh, he had a debilitating eczema, like to the point where his hands were completely covered in eczema. I mean, like covered in open sores and his feet were covered and his back was covered. I mean, like he, he wasn't sleeping and he couldn't eat and he was just like it, miserable. Like it was stunting his development. And finally he was approved to start this medication and it's changed his life. Like it's absolutely changed his life. His skin has cleared up. He's eating better. He is sleeping through the night. And it's because we were approved for uh, this uh, My Way program, and it covers our costs. So I was talking to uh, the program person, and they said basically, like, I have to like sign back up for this when our like uh, when our renewal time comes up. And I said, uh, like, are we ever going to not get approved for this? She goes, well, if you like start making more money or something. So basically, if my lifestyle changes. I make more money, you know, God right. forbid I do better for myself. That will affect my child. And yeah. once the, once you go off this program, I bet the cost will be prohibitive. Well, It'll be and, like three grand a month. Oh, it's expensive. Like yeah, I it's not, it's not even three grand. It's, it's like, it's like a hundred grand. It's way more than that. It's, yeah, it is, it's ridiculous. It I is have psoriasis. So I was on an injection kind of like Dupixin, but it was called Solara. And mm -hmm. every month, AbV, I think it's called, would cover mm -hmm. the cost. It was like $5 out of pocket for the injection. And you get it once every four months or once every three months. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up one day, just looking for it. Because I don't know what happened. Either it was my job that was changing or I, I don't know. And it the, the medication alone, like the one injection was like $300,000. It's like. What the actual fuck is happening? Or, like, how is that? Or like, it's or, not or. just for psoriasis either. It's for like arthritis. It's for psoriasis. Yes. Any, any joint. Like it's for also for Crohn's disease. Like, you know, it, it's used for so many things. It's just crazy. It's just, or if uh, I yeah. lost my job and like went on Medicaid or something, we wouldn't be able to do it either. Yeah. So like but you have if to, you, you were on Medicaid, they you would probably would probably be covered. Nope. In, terms of, by in terms of what 
what insurance covers what? Medicaid covers more than any other commercial insurance, believe it or not. They just pay at a, such a low rate that most, patient, most people don't want to accept it. But what I want to point out is Dupixin, Stellara, cost $100,000 in this country, but I'll bet you the price per unit in a different country is less than a grand. Oh, yeah. I'll bet it's, you anything. It is you know, outrageous. Yeah. The, we have our for-profit health, and I know I've been off on for-profit mm -hmm. health care a hundred times. For-profit health care should be criminalized. The fact that an insurance company has more say in your medication than your doctor. This is the death panel that all the Tea Party was beating their chest about during Obamacare. Your insurance company has a death panel. They're already there. It has nothing to do with Obamacare. It has to do with four fucking cents. <laughs> and, and think about that too. And my children are on, my children have EpiPens too yeah. because they have food allergies. And think about diabetics. Think about, think about how much these medications, these life-saving, life-saving medications. Insulin. Yeah. Ridiculous. Insulin has been around yeah. for years, decades. It should never cost more than $35 a bottle. But because somebody can buy the patent, the same patent, if they haven't changed the formula, it's the same insulin. Somebody bought it and jacked it up to $800 a bottle. It is unbelievable. Criminal. And then you think of yeah. like all these other countries who are just universal healthcare and they're so happy and they're comfortable. But socialism, right. socialism. Uh, uh, you know, Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. I was just gonna. I just something just popped in my phone. Speaking of shitty healthcare, Doctor Phil's ending after 21 seasons. Just thought I'd throw that out there. It's breaking news. Thank you. <laughs> shitty yes. healthcare. Oh well. Doctor <laughs> Phil. Uh, yeah. Yes, how about that? About the how about that? How about that? Um, no, for-profit healthcare should be criminalized. And every single right-wing conservative that is screaming socialism and oh my god the liberal agenda the liberal agenda in every other oh, it's catch me, it's uh, modernized country in the world this is standard this is the middle of the road this isn't the far left this is just standard practice you know it's been demonized so much by our capitalistic society it's it's ridiculous mm. bananas but we're so we are just so happy with our just subpar health care. So and happy it's subpar. with subpar. Americans have a higher rate of heart disease. We have a higher rate of diabetes. We have a higher rate of obesity. Yes, I know I live in this body. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we're failing ourselves. We are failing ourselves. I mean, this is like if we're done with this, this is like the perfect segue into something else I wanted to talk into uh, oh, talk yeah, about. That is more I love a segue. Katie, is this the TikTok you wanted me to um <laughs> I was gonna have to, a segue to, too. To bring up? This is the perfect segue into a uh, Lindsay Clancy. Perfect uh, segue. I agree. Perfect, perfect because perfect the segue. system the the system has failed her. The system Just, has failed beautiful like, almost uh, everyone. Andrea Yates. You can't talk about uh Lindsay Clancy without talking about Andrea Yates because 20 years ago they failed her too. 
and they people just demonize her like she's some kind of monster but she she was sick and lindsey clancy you know what horribly sick so was the woman in florida i know jeff knows her name i can't think of her name so was the woman who drove her kids off the pier these women were sick you know the we have failed them and we have failed those children and how many children are living in situations right now where their parent i watched it tonight i went to the grocery store and i watched this parent just verbally berate her child and i was watching it and she wasn't saying anything that was you know outwardly abusive there wasn't anything that i could intervene on but just knowing that she was demeaning that child and that child was never going to have enough therapy to ever make them feel right in their own skin broke my fucking heart. Christina, do you, know? you remember at your, um, your checkup for six weeks when they ask you about how you're feeling the baby blues, how many questions did they ask you? Honestly, I didn't get that. I didn't get that question at six weeks. Uh, I didn't get any questions regarding postpartum depression when I went to go see my OB afterwards for the checkups. And mind you, I had a C-section. So I had to come in like three days after, and then I had to go in a week after that. And then I had to go in a month after that. And then six weeks after that, like it was, you know, I had to get my incision checked. And the first time my incision back opened back up, opened back up and it was just, it's not, it wasn't that bad. It sounds worse than it is. No, it's really just have, like, it was like leaking. That's season, a traumatic it's not like birth. Like, you know. That is a traumatic um, birth. They should, that is a very <laughs> traumatic birth. They should yeah, have been checking everything on that. And I was induced with my first and had to be forced into the C-section, not forced, but my, this, you know, the decision with the doctors was to have the C-section after, you know, 24 hours of trying the Pitocin and Cervidil and, but uh, yeah, I was never, Never not once until I went to my own uh, primary care doctor and told them that I've been crying for the past month and a half and I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I can't get along with my husband. I can't stand to live. It was just awful. I'm glad that you had the foresight to do that because a lot of these mothers, these parents even, because men can suffer from this too. Men can absolutely suffer from the baby baby blues, uh, postpartum depression, postpartum postpartum anxiety. I fully believe that the problems that some of the things that I'm going through are stemming from the birth that I had from my second three years ago that were never addressed. I fully believe that that's what's going on because I went from having a baby to being shut down into a pandemic. And what do you do? There's no one to address that. And We My really was... need. Go ahead. No, and, and we need to be better to our parents. We need to be better to our mothers. We need to be better to our fathers. We need to be better to our these parents. To our children. Yeah. To our children yeah. too. Twenty three years ago this week, I diagnosed my sister. She didn't. She just couldn't figure out what was. My nephew just turned twenty three. That's why I know. <laughs> I said, yeah. "Dia, you should not be crying. You need to ask your doctor." And the GYN yeah. just like. Asked your PCP. Fortunately, the PCP knows us and said, oh, okay. And gave her a mild antidepressant. But, I mean, you know, if, nobody uh, asked her. 
I mean, yeah. if no one's familiar with uh, the Andrea Yates story, I mean, she tried to kill herself twice, twice before she killed her children. And she told doctors, like, I'm, I'm going to kill my children if no one helps me. Like, yeah. she warned people that this is what she was going to do. She should have been put in an inpatient facility. People should have paid attention to her. Instead, they put her in the care of her husband, who was not equipped to deal with this. He's not. He's not a professional. And he wasn't a very good husband at that. Look, he I have a question. I have a question because we have a lot of this in the media here in Australia. Um, there is a very big specific double to parents that kill their children, whether they are male or female. When it's a female thing, people, we have failed. We've failed the mother. Everything's failed the mother, blah, blah, blah. When a father does it, though, he's just a monster. Yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? <clears throat> why is that any different? That I'm sure that man has a whole... He, well, they obviously have mental health issues. Right. So why, why demonise a male for doing the same thing that we we go, oh, that poor woman. Because uh, I feel like a male is less likely to be like, listen, I'm having problems. Like, exactly. Or reach out. So isn't that the like, bigger... Show... Isn't, that a, isn't that a big issue yeah. as well? It's a huge as a, issue. As a, like, huge we had a... Issue. Last year, we had... Oh, last year or the year before? We the had, guy that uh, drove his kids to Mexico? We had a... No, we yeah. had a father that um set his... Oh, set yeah. his wife and children on fire in their car and they Jesus. all obviously died and he killed himself but like but she someone... she had she had gone to the authorities multiple 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 times going my husband is not well he needs to be kept away from us so not only yeah. is it a mental health matter it's a police matter it is a matter for society to worry about and instead of demonizing men because of their mental health struggles this should also be part of the conversation. If you're talking to a mother about their parenting issues, then they should also be talking to the father about their parenting issues. Absolutely. That's oh, why I yeah. said this is a parent issue. This is a yeah. mental health issue. But I wanted to specifically point out Lindsay Clancy because she's in the news right now and her husband put out such a beautiful statement just discussing how wonderful his children were and how wonderful Lindsay was, how she was a dedicated nurse and how she loved those children and how he wants these people to forgive her because this wasn't her, this was her illness. And I really feel like that's such a poignant statement that well, if, he, if, he, if he can find it in his heart to forgive her, that we need to too. And this goes for those men that are sick too. Absolutely. I think, imagine being the, the parent, the husband, the wife, what, you know, the, anybody related to the person that's done this kind of a thing, right? And then you have America jumping down their ass, judging yeah. somebody they don't know. And now you're the one that's alive, that has to pick up the pieces of your life, and your children are dead, your wife's going to prison. I said this. And you have to listen to everybody in the country who doesn't know you, doesn't know your family, and doesn't know your wife, judging somebody. I, yeah. It's got to be pretty fucking horrific. I said this oh, yeah. to a friend the other day. I said, when Lindsay comes to and, you know, she gets on medication and she gets a clear mind, how is she going to live with herself? Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's going to prison the rest of her life, but 
She has to. She's going to be in a mental institution. I, I, I guarantee mean, I mean, it. She's going to be in. Well, an she's going to be in a mental institution that's part of a prison. Yeah, of course. Prison, yeah, yeah. She'll be locked up she in is mental going health to be, She's going to have to deal with herself every day, knowing that that happened. Yeah. She's well, never going to see how, her children again, and she's never going to. She has many, to live with that. How many of these people that have committed? Some type of crime, right? Of murdering somebody. Casey else. Anthony, that's her I name. I was just about to say Casey <laughs> Anthony. Oh, oh I, I thought maybe you were talking about Susan Smith. Um, Casey Anthony. I did mention Susan Smith. She's the one that drove her kids into the lake. Like, yes. But Casey yeah. Anthony also. Yeah. Murdered Casey, her. Casey Anthony. Oh, we think Casey Anthony was sick. Oh, absolutely. Could be. I mean, I don't think that anybody could murder their children without being sick. Yeah, I think she's still mm. mentally ill. Look at her. Yeah. I mean, mm. forget it. She's she's delusional. I mean, and, even even if it's uh, narcissism and whatever you want to call it, it's mm, a personality yeah. disorder. It's still a disorder. It's still yeah. a mental health issue, right? Exactly. But we, so you can't like crucify one and, and not the other, right? You have to pick. Right. Like, are we going to mm. be compassionate to all these people? Right? I mean, the same thing with all these shooters, okay? This is all a mental health problem. That right, we're she just still murdered those throwing children. Throwing everybody like, in prison and saying, okay. well, fuck them. They committed a crime. They killed somebody. They killed their children. They killed kids. You know, it's it's just a crime. Fuck it. Well, no, no, so, no, no, no. What, what is going on? Why do we have this happening? People yes. are broken, and we're not taking care of them as a society. This is yeah. going to continue to happen until we take responsibility for each other. And it's going to escalate generationally. You know, yeah. if you're, you know, if your parent was uh, a little disturbed and they messed you up, you're going to be more disturbed and mess your children up even worse. It, yeah. it grows well, exponentially by generations. No, 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 you go. I'm just no, because I'm going to flip. Go. I'm going to flip it in a different direction. We oh. are not. We are not that different in our, in our treatment of these people to the people that we are the victims of violent crime. I mean, look at look at you know John John Benet Ramsey's parents. Whether you believe someone was guilty or wasn't, they were crucified for what happened to their child. Madeline McCann's parents. I mean, even like look look at um Sharon Tate's family. Like Sharon Tate's family went so far as to, you know, change the laws in your country because the media and the general public were so incensed on re-traumatizing them because they had to have the information. It's it's the darker side of true crime and all of this conversation that we don't talk about is that the victims and their family don't get a say in going, oh, no, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. Like, we heard about it when when the Dharma doc oh, documentary, doc the Dharma the series show. was on yeah. TV, yeah. You know, no one went to those families and go, hey, we're going to do a, a multi-million dollar award-winning series about how someone drilled into your son's head, then raped him, and blah, blah, blah. That never that happened. Actually, that I heard pissed. that it did happen. And that they told the families they were going to concentrate more on the victims. And um, yeah, that, but and it, the families it wasn't. Were was, very upset because it didn't. Yeah, it wasn't about. They, it wasn't about um, compensation. It wasn't about healing. Yeah. It was about oh, you might sue me unless we come. For, do you know what I mean? It was. Right. It wasn't done with any compassion in mind. No matter. Well, it certainly didn't turn about. out the way the parents were expecting it. 
No, no yeah, especially if you watch that. Sh- I can't imagine watching that show and. I, could, I, I don't. I didn't like watch that. it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I was like, I didn't watch it, knowing that they disrespected the families. Like, that. I got halfway in and I was like, I have to finish. But even for his stepmother, who just recently passed away, that can't be easy. Like, she she has to watch all that happen again, and then the media, like the media, t- hunted her down. And where is she now? What's going on? There's reasons that people disappear. Like the kids from Columbine, their parents. Oh. Yeah. Every yeah. year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. They missed signs. One of the mothers but, became a big advocate, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to live with somebody else's actions, actions. haunting you for the yeah. rest of your life. And how does that affect that person's mental health? And then oh, yeah. to flip it, Nobody's to flip it one more time, I'm going to flip it one more time. I'm going to, since I talked about Sharon Tate, let's talk about the family members of the Manson family. There's a reason why Linda Kasabian has disappeared off the face of the earth, and she's a hard person to find. She was there. She was she was not a participant in the murders. She was a witness. But people hunted her down. They want to know where she is, what she ate for breakfast. Well, I don't know. Why didn't you do something? Da, da, da. Imagine you. One mistake in your in your teenage years is going to define your entire life. Yeah. You are responsible not only for that, but for re-traumatizing a whole group of people. Anytime anyone ever speaks to you about anything, how do you live your life that way? And then those those of them that are in jail that are that are murderers think that they can get the magic get out of jail free card because they fight Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That does not make up. That does not make up for the actions that you. I don't care what you did when you did it. If you've taken somebody else's life, I don't think, in a malicious, violent way, I don't think that you get to go. Oh, I found Jesus. It's all better now. Yeah, no. Because those those families never get their those people back. You know what I mean? That that whole thing scarred a generation it ended you know the peace and love movement of the 70s because you know people can get murdered anyone can get murdered in their own house yeah even if you're a movie star like (laughs) if you've changed the course of history you don't get to get a i'm sorry i'm i'm dying of cancer will you please have some compassion no you didn't show compassion so you don't get compassion in my book and I know that that we can we can bundle that up in mental health, and they were influenced, and drugs were involved, and da 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 da. But there has to be a point in the rip, like in there, if you are knowingly doing something, and you are not mentally ill, like OJ. I think, yeah, like OJ, <laughs> like OJ. Thank you. Perfect example. Like, yeah. To, to an extent, right. Casey Anthony, but, you know, we have never yeah, seen yeah. Casey Anthony's medical records either. We don't know right. what her diagnosis right. is. And I was well, going to say, some of these fathers that you're talking about, like um, Peterson. Scott he, Peterson? Scott, Scott Peterson. He's he's a perfect example of killed his wife and unborn child. I would I would not say he was mentally with, ill. I would say but with malicious like, intent. He had, he had intent. There's a, there's, oh, yeah. That, that was not mental illness. That was... Right. I want them gone. <laughs> right. And you know I, I mean? I'd say there were some of these, and there are other. What about the wrestler? Have... 
the wrestler a couple of years ago that killed his family. That was mental illness. Like that was mental illness. There are definitely some maliciousness. That was um. Oh, what was WWE wrestler? I can't remember. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. He's terribly sick. Oh shit! And and his wife was like, he's not right. Like obviously because of everything that has happened within his yeah within his brain chemistry Mm -hmm. from concussion. She's like, I have noticed this change. Mm-hmm. To his doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one did anything. Right. It amazes me. Yeah, amazes me. Men and women, we've we've failed these people. It still happens. I tell the psychiatrist every time I talk to him and uh, about these kids. And he ignores me every time. I, I, it, so and what do you do? I, it, like, what it, can it, you do? Right. So then you go to the, the to, to the therapist underneath him, and she's got her hands tied. There's nothing she can do. So where do you go from there? Where, where do you go for help if the therapist and ev- the doctor and everybody else is ignoring you and not listening? Where are you supposed to turn to for help? It, it gets I mean, scary. Family, like, uh, I mean, if you don't, if you have that support system. Yeah, but, but what are they going to do? How they don't know? Knows. How do you deal yeah, with a, a exactly. child that's having a nervous, or you know, uh, these mental you know, breakdown? Crazy, yeah, yeah, how, well, yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody that's not a, a professional is supposed to know what to do and guide you, right? That's what you're right, going to right. do. Right. Yeah. And instead, they're like, "Oh, just ignore it." I'm supposed to ignore a child destroying property. Oh, okay. yeah. Great. That's great advice. Thanks so much. Fuck off. Oh my god! <laughs> how about to bring them to your house? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see I how you this, deal with it. I think the scariest thing about like the whole Lindsay Clancy thing is like it could be me. It very well could have been me. Could be anyone though. It could. It I think that's what's, could, because you well, never know. Well, especially with like I think I've been very open with you guys of the struggling I've been going through, and it, it scares me. It very scary. And I've been open with my husband about it too. I said that that could have been me. Like it, it's scary. It's it very scary. It could easily been my mother. Mm. It's that's the thing. Behind closed doors, you never know. You don't know what goes on in people's lives. You do not know mm. what people are dealing with on a day to day basis in their head, twenty four hours a day. You know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. Katie, I mean, Katie has has done the work and gone. Hey, I need. I need help, but there are generations, as Vera just said, generations of people that were just told to suck it up, and that's part of yeah. being a parent. That's part of being a woman. That's part of being a man. That's you'll you'll be fine. My grandmother my, did it. My mother did it. Blah blah blah. And what does that any time I, I, when I was younger, anytime I said that I want to talk to somebody, she goes, "You don't have to talk to anybody. You could talk to me." It was <laughs> never. I was never ever ever told or or made it to be okay to talk to uh, a psychiatrist a therapist anybody it was talk to me you can talk to me you want to talk to somebody talk to me right. like and, and that's kind of what i'm what i'm hoping to do here with with my tiktoks and what i'm with talking here is i'm like yeah i'm making self-deprecating videos and i'm laughing at myself and making jokes, but I'm trying to make it okay to talk about these things. Like, let's let's talk about how we're struggling a little bit. Let's, let's, let's laugh about it a little bit and make it okay to say, hey, I'm not okay. 
you know how many times from like the point when my daughter was born to when she was like a year and a half where she would cry and I would close the door and go in my room and cry myself because it's like I don't know what else to do and if I am in that room with her God fucking help me like so I took myself out of that situation you left it was no, no, I'm laughing because it's like, relatable. It's relatable. It's, I, it's been taking care for 10 years. Like, it's so yeah. relatable. That's why we I laugh. I mean, you just find your way out. Like, and I, and there aren't people who do that. And when Rosario was born, they made us watch the baby shaking video. They make you like, sign a form. Oh my God, it was awful. Not even that. Not even a form. It was a video that we had to watch. And it was so fucking disturbing. Yeah. And it made me cry because, you know, of course, I just had the baby that night, like that morning. It was awful. And then when you're home and you're in the situation, you're like, like, I can easily fucking do this. Yeah. I can easily fucking do this. But I have to get myself out of this room and go punch a fucking couch or punch Mm -hmm. a pillow because. I would, I would literally put myself in that situation. Like, I gotta get the fuck out, or else no, I'm, I don't I know what it. I'm capable of. I get this it. Is no, I get of- it. We, we laughed. Kyle and I laughed when we watched that video and we signed that form. Like, oh, oh no, we were crying. Baby. Me and my husband were crying. Oh. <laughs> like, we, we laughed. We were like, we're never gonna shape the baby. This is oh, ridiculous. No. But when you're in the, when you're in the trenches, man, you're like, yeah, I see throw, why they're that. shaking that baby, man. I see why yeah. they're doing it. I get it. A friend of mine almost got himself arrested because he was supposed to watch the video and he turned to the nurse and he said, I know how to shake my own baby. <laughs> oh my God. He was telling me the smart ass. He almost got himself arrested. Oh my God. <laughs> Just no. And Christina, I don't mean to like make you feel bad, but like I laugh because it's so relatable. It is. Oh, no, and, I'm not. I'm, I'm, just, I'm I get it. it. I totally get it. And, thank well, God I was able to take myself out of the situation, but there are situations yeah. where people can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, and and I get it. <laughs> like, I feel bad for those kids. I really do. But I really do feel bad for the mom. Like, mm-hmm. yes, she is a murderer. Like, she did kill those kids. But this bitch needs help now. Like, and yes, I I don't want to say that it wasn't you know mm-hmm. a, a horrendous thing, and like people shouldn't be going after her because they should. Again, like. You could, she could have walked out. Like, again, I, I was not in the right mental state either. I, like I said, I was crying for months on end. I didn't know what was going on until I said, okay, I have to talk to my doctor. Cause again, I can't talk to anybody. I could just talk to my mom. Right. So what did I do? I talked to my mom and she goes, go see your doctor. Well, and only that- then was it like, oh, take a Xanax, take a Lexapro. Like, then you'll feel better. Like, okay, great. Like, but it, again, it, it's just that's the interesting part, though, Christina, right? Like there's those of us that have the strength in us to say, OK, I, I can't do this right now. I yeah. need to go set the baby down and I need to go for 10 minutes and I'm just going to let the baby cry. And I'm, I'm going to yeah. give myself 10 minutes to go cry in a pillow, to go scream in a pillow, to go do whatever I need to do to calm myself down so that I can deal with the baby, right? Mm-hmm. And then other people, like this woman, who just... She was too far gone. Wasn't capable of doing that. And she, yeah. how do you get to that point? And how do some of us... She was just too far gone. Have, it was psychosis. I mean, that's three kids. That's an eight-month-old and a five-year-old and a three-year-old. And, and girl, I feel you. Now, 
I'm right. like, that there's, was there's ages. no way to predict a psychotic break, though. No. Um, and any one of us can have one at any time. That mm-hmm. was the ages of these kids when I, I got them three, yeah. five, and then I was left alone when Gabe was eight months old. And I. And you made it through. What, what, had a nervous breakdown and <laughs> had to pull kids through this with me. And it was yeah. hard as hell. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's not exactly. easy. It's like I sympathize with her, but at the same time, it's like. Well, no, you there, don't, there were you don't condone her actions, exactly. but yeah, I don't condone her. Right, right, right. exactly. Um, just to, to, by way of highlighting progress, I know that you all know my mother was mentally ill, but there was no language for her to express who she was. There was no language for her parents to express who she was. She was born in 1937. They didn't talk about that. You just... No. You know, you shipped her away. The problem was that she was high she got, Yeah, she either got shipped away or she got an ice pick to the frontal cortex. Like, yeah, that's you know, that's how we dealt with so people. I'm not lie. As, as little progress as we've made, we have progressed. We are speaking about it. I know. I know it's baby steps. And I know that look, with me being open and me trying my best in my own little way. I know that I've opened the door for my kids to maybe be better. That maybe they right. might suffer like yeah. I have. Like I think when that, you say that, that it could have been you, Katie, like I don't think it could have been you because you're aware. You're aware. Like you you have the self-awareness to know something's wrong and you know that you had to go see help or, you know, get the help that you needed and, you know, get your mind right. But again, it's just one of those things it's it, if you're not aware or if you don't have the resources or you're you're just have a useless husband shit just happens it's just and and dealing with it breaks the cycle yeah you know it's oh, about yeah. breaking the cycle so it doesn't exponentiate to the next generation. the most the most important right. thing that i think that and we all like hullabaloo about you know how far this show reaches and who watches and if anyone watches or da-da-da-da-da. But if one person listens to this or watches this today and goes, I'm in that situation, I know that I've seen these people, I've heard their story, I can get help, then that's something we've put out into the world, just like we did with the domestic violence stuff, just like with some of the heavier stuff that we've done in, in general. If we can keep the conversation going and not censor ourselves because of you know, cultural appropriateness or, you know, things that we don't talk about, then we've done our part as well by educating and sharing experiences. I think that that, that's what changes the world, you know? Yeah. It's not necessarily laws. It's not necessarily, yeah, normalise not being perfect. Normalise the discussion. I think if this show has done anything, it's that we've never left anything uh, on the table. Like, we've never left any topic unturned we've always been pretty open <laughs> with everything well except for the topic of earlier this morning but that, <laughs> might be, that might be best kept to ourselves so let's lighten the mood a little bit we're still going to process mental health because um katie i i we were talking about this earlier to earlier today slash this evening wherever you are um there's been a little mental health crisis tv wise recently Oh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you said you were gonna 
in the mood. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone is watching The Last of Us. What are the things about last night's episode? I hear it was beautiful and poignant and... He said he was going to lighten the mood. He said he was going <laughs> well, to lighten the mood. <laughs> the Last of Us, for those of us that do not, that do not know, is a, the new hit TV show, one of the new big hit TV shows, um, based on a, on a video game. Oh, <laughs> I've broken Katie. Um, and I think a lot, of, a lot of people <laughs> are surprised at how much this is resonating with people. Like, for, for something that is not serious and it's meant to be pulpy and whatever, it's a video game that's turned into a TV series, it's actually resonating a lot with people, especially this week's episode, which gives us some um, backstory. Uh, let's not spoil it if no one's um, seen it, but it is um, giving us a lot of backstory and insight into what it's makes people tick. Yeah, it's different from the game. Just you know, it is mm-hmm. it is validating you know past it's trauma beautiful. and past trauma that that manifests itself in modern day, like another TV show that is again hugely. I think it's really interesting that these TV shows that we are really diving into now, especially the scripted ones, are a lot to do with how we deal with trauma in our modern lives. I harp on about this show all the time, but if you have not seen Yellow Jackets, oh my God. you need to process this kind of mental health because it is a big one. This is um obviously a little shot with some of the new season two cast. Lauren Ambrose and Elijah Wood are joining the cast in season two. But I this is lightning the goddamn mood. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just like it all kind of sunk together like we're dealing with mental health and trauma in really interesting ways in this, even in mu- like, m- like music, like Billie Eilish's music and stuff like that, that is mainstream. Like obviously there's always independent artists that, that Don't dive deep that into what happens. But last night's episode this is... of the last of us was probably <laughs> the best hour of TV in the last <laughs> 10 years. I just think it's very interesting that we are having these conversations about mental health in different ways. Like, whereas before, like you would have in the 1950s, oh, well, she went away to the, you know, she went, she went away to the, to the the convent and we never saw her again. Now we'll get a movie about that whole process and what it was like and da 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 da, and how Mm -hmm. that informed the next generation and generation after that. Generational trauma is a real thing, folks. Like, I don't know how many people need to hear it, and, you know, all it. that kind of stuff. Like, as much as, like, I am the pop culture person, look at Britney, look at Nick Carter, look at all of these kids that are products of of a different generation where priorities were a lot different than mental health that was the priority was get rich and make it money and make everyone happy. That has consequences, and we are now dealing with it in very interesting and different ways. So, hmm, it's all tied together in a nice little bundle today. I like it. Everything that I was going to talk about. We are so deep here at Uncensored Radio sometimes. <laughs> Other times we are so shallow you would break your neck diving in. But that's okay. We gotta, you got to have... One more thing, one more thing. Linda Ronstan is going to be uh, this year's Kate Bush. There we go. Yay. Uh, uh, what song was it? I think it's gonna hurt me. What song was it? Oh, no. Okay. 
No. So the Linda Rodstead back catalogue is going to go up, 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 up. Yeah, pretty much. But at least we won't have to have running up that hill for a while. That's I love all that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but if you survive Stranger Things season five, you're like, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. But if you survive Last of Us season one, episode three, you'll really get it. Yeah, and then there's gonna be look. They they are greenlit for season two. They are happy days. They are running, they are running up that hill oh. <laughs> to syndication. Yeah. Yay. Not if you played the not if you played the second uh, game. It, it, well, look, mm. they can it's... they can change stories. Can change yeah. stories. We will change <laughs> our story. I'll, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> we don't want to ruin anything. We don't want to ruin. Anything I said tell her off air. Yeah, we will we will we will ruin. We will change our story this Thursday when you see our live comes at you to critique the entire week's bullshit that you know <laughs> is general. That's our general. Tuesday fun. we're going to save you. Thursday we're going to trash you. Yeah, <laughs> look, it's a roller coaster ride. But thank you for joining <laughs> us, folks. We have been your round table for today. If you are experiencing any kind of trauma slash you feel like you need help please reach out to your local area. There is always someone who will listen. There is always someone who can help you if you want it. And if even if you think that someone needs it, have a gentle conversation. The or way message that we the show. We'll yeah. listen to you. Or message us. We'll, we'll listen to you. We, we, we spend three hours after. <laughs> we usually you. spend message three hours after the show it. talking about our own problems. Message so, Yeah. Thank you for joining us today, folks. We love you. Send oh, it out into the I'm universe and we'll see you for real for shit. For the Emmy consideration, Nick Offerman. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>